Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Baird here, host of Truth is Truth Podcast with Season 2, Episode 1. I call this one, Turn Away from Evil, My Treadmill Experience. This was a lesson that I wrote back in 2015 while covering for my pastor at church, but as always, is still relevant for today. I've done some updating on it, but before I get started into that, though, I want to just real quick talk to you about uh, things going on in the world today and you know, this, uh, I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday, and January 13th, 2021. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about what's going on. And, and we need to understand that with everything that's going on in the world today and what we see and what we hear, especially as those of us who are believers, I just want you to, to know and understand there's nothing to worry about for us. There's nothing to worry about for you. Um, so if you're going through a lot of anxiety over this, depression, things like that, uh, just go to your to your word, go to the Bible, and read what the Bible has to say about all the things that are going on. It's in there. you got to remember, we have a God that's in control every day of our lives, every second, every millisecond. He sees all things. He sees from all things past to all things in eternity. Uh, this is a God that created all things, and in that, he is the sustainer of all things so I just want us to understand who we're dealing with. We're dealing with the one and only true living God, a God that is perfect, a God that is righteous, a God that is all-powerful, almighty, omnipresent, omniscient. There's so many words that we can use for this God, but he is one God. He is the true God, and he is the God of all things. And he created everything, and he understands everything. And this is not a surprise to God. God has seen this. He's seen the times we're in right now. He's going to see the time. He sees the times that we're going to be in. We just need to understand that. Am I going to fight for what is right? Absolutely. As commissioner in Johnson County, that's my job. I've got to do what I was elected to do, and that's to help the citizens of Johnson County in any way I can. And if that means fighting, uh, then that's what I'll do. If that means maintaining my faith, uh, in, in word and in prayer and, and being true to my God, that's what I will do. And I've said this before, and I want to say it again. I want to make sure everybody understands my heart. I love my God. I love my God more than anything else. And I will always love my God that way because of what he's done for me and what he's done for all of us. And, and, and listen to me. I can't get nervous over this. I can't get depressed. I can't have anxiety because I know and love a God that understands me. And I have that God in my heart. I have Jesus Christ living in my heart. Listen, he is living in me and he helps me and he guides me through the Holy Spirit and he he tells me that it's okay. And I just want us to understand that. And, and if you are out there and you're nervous and you have anxiety, um, it's, just, it's just a matter of going to the Word and, and going to prayer uh, to God and letting Him have it. Give it to Him. 
so that you don't have to go through what you're going through. I care about people. I just do. It's in my heart. It's what God gave me. And I don't like seeing what I see going on, but it's going to be. It is uh, going to continue on as it is supposed to to continue on. We're to fight those things that are wrong and evil, and I'll continue to do that. But I won't get upset about it. I won't get depressed about it. I won't get nervous about it. I'll just do what God's given me to do. And with that, I'm going to give you some verses in the Bible that I want you to see. I want you to read these, and I want you to truly understand what they mean. So don't don't um, depend on me to tell you what it means. I'm going to give you the verses. I'm not going to give you any opinion on them at this time, but I want you to just read them, understand them. And what I give you in the verses you're going to hear here shortly are from the King James Version Bible. That's the Bible I use. I like the wording in it. I think it's beautiful, and I think it's the purest form of the interpretation of what God gave us through the Hebrew and the Greek. And I'm going to continue to believe that regardless of what anybody tells me. But if you're not reading the King James Version, that's your decision. It's up to you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, but that's the Bible that I use, and, and I, I like it, I understand it, uh, and I like studying from it. So, But I want you to go to Second Timothy and I know in the King James Version Bible, it's a beautiful uh, wording of the way it's said. And I get the true meaning of what God wants me to, to understand in it. As you can, too, as long as you pray, you read, and you talk to God about it. So he can give that to you in your heart. But anyway, Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 through 5. That's the main meat of it. But start at 1 so you get the context. And, and context is important. As my pastor and brother will tell you, Brett, uh, context is important. you got to get everything in context. And you can read on down further so you understand Christ was getting ready, or Paul was getting ready. I'm sorry, not Christ. Paul was getting ready to um, die. He knew he was. He, he was he was getting ready. He knows he was going to be sacrificed. And that's okay. Uh, but just read it and understand because it's very relevant to what we're seeing today. People are not listening to the truth. They don't want to know the truth. Uh, and they're going to listen to what tickles their ears. So just read those verses and then study those and go from there. And then with that said, I'm going to get right into Season 2, Episode 1, Turn Away from Evil, My Treadmill Experience. And here's some verses to start with. Psalm 14:14. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. First Peter 3:11. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. And that means let him get rid of evil, let him not follow evil, and let him ensue peace and speak peace and go after it. Proverbs 3, 7, be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Proverbs thirteen nineteen: the desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. In other words, the evil person doesn't want to depart from evil. It's an abomination to them to depart from what they're doing and to do good. Proverbs sixteen seventeen: The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Ezekiel eighteen twenty seven. Again, when the wicked man turneth from his wickedness that he hath committed, and doeth that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. Ezekiel eighteen twenty eight. Because he considereth and turneth away from all his transgressions that he hath committed, he shall surely live; he shall not die. In Ezekiel 18.30, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn away yourselves from all of your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be in your ruin. 
The common thing in all these verses is turning away or departing from evil, uh, evil deeds and evil ways, too. Uh, we should always make our main goal to do good and think correctly. So what does this have to do with my treadmill? I'll tell you. I've been working out for many, many years. I did not necessarily work out so much for my health in my middle-aged days. I worked out to be able to eat and keep my weight in somewhat check. If I didn't do so, I could easily weigh 300 pounds plus. I love pizza, Italian, Chinese, Mexican, Thai, French, steak, potatoes, baked beans, fried chicken. Oh, ooh, ooh. I love them all. I love many foods and I like to eat. But it comes with a consequence. Weight gain. Lots of weight gain. But I've said and continue to say that we are here to tell all we come into contact with about Jesus and to honor and glorify God. But it is okay to enjoy the blessings of his creation along the way of our path. But what I will stress and remind myself daily is to do all things in moderation. And in that, I thank God for pizza. Uh, My wife, Beth, says I work out too much and too hard, but honestly, I don't think she would like me so much if I didn't. Of course, there would be much more to like and share and, and see if I didn't work out. But anyway, I told Beth that I had received this message from God, that he wanted me to give it to the church people that specific day while running on the treadmill. And I was running alongside my daughter while on her last day of vacation on a Thursday before I was supposed to give the message to the church on Sunday. And this was my last run in Gulf Shores for that year. Uh, God works in mysterious ways with me and all of us, if you really think about it. He works with, within all of us in mysterious ways. God knows when and how to get our attention. If we are open and attentive to him, he will do that. Best first comment was, as you know, she's very, very uh, witty, and she's a, a, I call, a lot of people call me the king of the one-liners, uh, but I think she's got just as good of uh, content on that. But she said, is it going to be about running hard but going nowhere? Get it? Treadmill running. Stay with me here. She always has a really good comeback. In some ways, realistically, she's quite correct. When running on the treadmill, I did run several miles, and I didn't leave the treadmill the room I was in. But I did get something out of it. The ability to eat pizza. Lots of pizza. I hope you're getting the idea. I love pizza. Several years before I wrote this lesson, I started calorie counting and regulate my runs by calories burned. And not so much distance and time. With that said, I was always watching my calorie count register on my treadmill. It seemed like every time I looked up in the early stage of my run uh, to the console, it would be on 66.6 on my screen. This happened more times than not. I thought to myself, wow, this is either really a strange coincidence or the devil's messing with me. If you put any weight on the 666 thing as far as a sign of evil when glaring you in the face. It happened often enough that it made me a little skittish to get on the treadmill like I was receiving a message that was not good. I didn't have the problem when using the elliptical, so I even started using the elliptical more uh, often, even though I love running and still do today. I've always loved to run. My brother Brett, my pastor, has called me more than once Forrest Gump, probably for more reasons than running, but that is another chapter in my soon-to-write book. Not. But anyway, this 666 thing was getting to me. I was... was, uh, contemplating on it all the time. It just, it kind of just got the best of me. 
So I figured out that I could consciously watch the calorie counter until it hit 65 calories or thereabout and then consciously not look up and turn my head away or look up away until I knew it was past the 66.6. Then as I would run farther, I had to do the same thing for other calories monitored up until I got past sometimes 666, depending on how far I ran. I'd watch out not only for that on the calorie counter, but for the mileage display if I ran to that point also. This became a lot of conscious work and became a fetish with me. It seemed like no matter how well I planned or how conscious of it I was, that sooner or later I would look down and one of the displays would nail me. As I was running that particular day, I started contemplating on it, and this is what came to me. We get up every morning and we willfully choose a path. No matter how disciplined we are, something will come along and try to divert our path. Sometimes we are able to maintain and sometimes we have to consciously adapt in some way. But while I was running and having this great epiphany, I thought about, uh, well, breathing mostly. (laughs) Anyway, while breathing very heavily and pondering on my situation, I thought about how I had adapted and was turning away from looking at the display when I saw those dreaded numbers coming up. I thought, here I am running hard, going strong down this straight and narrow path when this evil is presented to me. Sin, if you might agree, with me for this lesson purpose, and how we go through life down the path and are not to turn to the right or to the left. But this sin is presented to us, and we have to make a choice. Do we close our eyes and ignore it? No. No. If we do that... We may stumble or falter falling off the treadmill, maybe getting seriously injured. Or can we just look up or away for a slight moment and allow it to pass? Keep our eyes focused straight ahead and be aware of our plight and path. We could, but is there a better way? We can look to God and his strength and depend on him to make the righteous choice. We can choose to make our path continue straight and fight through the physical pain. Remember to breathe and choose to not sin and give in to the evil. Sometimes you'll have to plan ahead and prepare, praying and studying. Sometimes you will be taken aback, not having time, and will have to totally depend on God and his word in your heart and mind. A runner walk works much like our journey on this earth. We start out warming up or preparing for the run, life. When we get prepared and strong and start to run down the path, as we run, we feel good and strong, and we fight through the pain and circumstances. And I want to read some lyrics here uh, from a song, whether you like rock and roll or not. It was what I was raised in, and I like it. Um, and I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but I want some uh, to read some lyrics from a song that I've always had come to my mind as I've gotten older. And it's an old tune by Bob Seger called Like a Rock. And here's the words to this, and this is kind of cool. If you understand what getting old means, which I do because I'm getting there. I am there, actually. I'll be 62 in... Uh, 11 days. January 24th, I turned 62. But anyway, like a rock, I stood there boldly, sweating in the sun. Felt like a million. Felt like number one. The height of summer, I'd never felt that strong. Like a rock. I was 18, didn't have a care. Working for peanuts, not a dime to spare. But I was lean and solid everywhere. Like a rock. My hands were steady, My eyes were clear and bright. My walk had purpose. My steps were quick and light. 
and I held firmly to what I felt was right, like a rock. I was strong as I could be, like a rock. Nothing ever got to me, like a rock. I was something to see, like a rock. And I stood arrow straight, unencumbered by the weight of all these hustlers and their schemes. I stood proud, I stood tall, high above it all. I still believed in my dreams. Twenty years now, where'd they go? Twenty years, I don't know. I sit and I wonder sometimes where they've gone. And sometimes late at night, oh, when I'm bathed in the firelight, the moon comes calling a ghostly white, and I recall, I recall. Like a rock, standing arrow straight. Like a rock, charging from the gate. Like a rock, carrying the weight. Like a rock. The sun upon my skin, hard against the wind. I see myself again. Like a rock. I used to feel that way. I used to to, uh, be a plumber out in the field, working hard working for peanuts and and supporting my family and making a living and and doing what was right. Not necessarily worshiping God, but just being there. Um, Maybe a little proudful of what I was doing. But bottom line was, is it felt different. And then as I got older, you start feeling your weaknesses. You start seeing your weaknesses you start maturing and you start understanding that there is another world out there that we didn't realize. But we have to understand God has a path for us. And we need to be like that rock. We need to be steady. You know, Christ was called the rock. Uh, he was the foundation stone. We need to look to Christ in all that we do. But let's get back. I, I got on a rabbit trail there. But just as the lyrics of the song say, as the workout race path of life goes on, we get weird and we start to weaken. We struggle to keep going. We look to slow down our progress or get off the treadmill of life heading toward our creator and designer. We can start to allow our mind to wander. We lose that strong focus we had as life wears us down. And at the moment when we are weary, less suspecting due to our clarity being fogged, we take our eyes off the path ahead. Even just for a split second, a small, minuscule moment, then it happens. You look away and just then your 66.6 or your 666 comes up on your display and you see it and you have to act on it. Turning aside to the left or right or ignoring it or getting off the straight and narrow path you were just on. Or... You lift up your eyes to the path that God has put you on and you make the conscious decision not to allow that evil to affect your life and path. You either choose to refocus and keep your path in sight going toward him or you choose to fight the urge to accept the evil and carry on. Or you allow your strength and faith to wane and you give in to the attack of your being and senses and you either turn to the right or the left or get off the treadmill. It's your choice. It is not the circumstances that proves the man. It is the choices and decisions he makes that determine the outcome and who that man is or has become. 
I always have a drink close to me when I'm training. It is designed and mixed as a recovery fluid for this old man's body. This way I can refresh my body and help it rejuvenate to accomplish my goal for that occasion. I call it my Jesus drink. I know when I'm weak and I want to give up. It is easier to give up at that time, but it makes it harder to get back to where you were if you do. The devil wants us to believe that it is easier or better just to give up. Sometimes we want in ourselves to believe that. But if I take a swig of my Jesus drink, it seems to give me that boost I need to carry on. Maybe that's in my head, but that's okay. Whatever works. But isn't our faith in us as well as the Jesus drink? Jesus is in us and will at any time help rejuvenate us. We just need to ask for a drink. We need to be actively praying, studying, worshiping God to stay in the game. We need to be mixing that rejuvenating drink of faith. Just as we train our bodies to keep our health, we train our minds to be sharp. We exercise our mind and body to help us heal, stay mentally sharp, to stay standing tall. Our faith needs this training too. We need to be in constant prayer, study of God's word, and walking in the faith that comes from Christ. If we do not, our faith and strength in our Lord will wane and become weak and really not very useful in the fight for good. As Pastor Brett and I discussed in my last episode of Season 1, we are seeing seeing things coming to fruition at an accelerated pace. And although we do not know the time of the season, we can judge the pace of it coming. We believers need to be training and preparing for the end result of God's will. There is the one path, and we must stay on that path and prepare for the circumstances that will come into that path. We have to stay on that treadmill and sometimes run and sometimes walk, but always straightway to God. More than ever before, now, we need to be fellowshipping one with another and sharing our faith and strength, sharing that Jesus drink. Do not be fooled by the wiles of the devil. As this time on earth moves on, we must pray, study God's word, and lean on the Holy Spirit to know and judge the things we see and hear. There are many lies being told, and our belief is being rigorously tread upon and washed out as they prepare for the attack on God. Listen, people. They are not attacking us. They are not hating us. They attack and hate us because they hate God. Not because they are necessarily ignorant. They have made a choice to hate God. We are seeing evil, and for the record, always has been. Nothing has changed, and it is either evil or good. God is good. Satan is evil. Some people say they know God, but they're lying. It is a fact of life. Please, please do not be fooled. In closing, those of us who truly believe in the one and only true living God, the creator of all things and the sustainer of all things, we must look, listen, and understand this evil in the movement to take the deity of God out of this world's view and not fall into the midst of it. We must maintain God's word as the only truth. It is not to be interpreted, it is to be taken literally and applied to our life in all things. There is only one God. Truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. We hear all these things being spoken of and how this relates to that and how this has caused these evil things to be done. Riots, murders, destruction of property, taking of freedoms, twisting of the truth. These are evil things being done by evil God-hating people. Do not be fooled. Read Second Timothy chapter 4. At least three through five. 
Do not be fooled. The justification of this evil is a lie. God does not and will not ever approve of these actions. Ever. As you consider these things, consider what I was told by my wife and have said many times to you in these podcasts. Circumstances do not make you who you are. Circumstances reveal who you are. Please, please listen. I hope you've received a blessing from this season two, episode one. I'm going to end it here. Um, And I hope you're enjoying this Truth is Truth podcast. Uh, Please, I, I, I beg you, if you're out there and you're listening, hit us, let us know. If there's something you want to hear about, something you want us to study on, I'd be happy to do that. Um, I'm looking now to put a schedule together for um, the second season. I haven't got that yet. I'm still praying about it. I'm praying for the direction on the path of continuation for the podcast. And for now, the next podcast uh, will be another lesson I've written called The Perfect. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that one. Please be patient. Um, as we go through this and as we continue forward, um, I hope you come back. I really do. Um, we're going to be talking about some, uh, things that are going on, uh, for those of you that, uh, follow my, me as commissioner in Johnson County, I was elected vice president of our, uh, district, which is, uh, over uh, about 15 counties in the state. Uh, I'll be one of 12 commissioners that'll sit on a state board that will help in making policies and, Uh, speak with our legislators over legislation and what's going on in the state. It's a real honor and a privilege to be there, and I was elected and and put there by my peers and other commissioners. Uh, There's 276 commissioners in the state approximately, um, and I'm one of 12 that will actually sit on this board along with five other commissioners that are on what's called the executive board. So there's 17 of us total, but it's just another way for me to help Johnson County move forward and promote our cause. Uh, so please be praying for that uh, as I move forward. And that my first meeting is uh, this coming Thursday, uh, the 14th, which is tomorrow. So uh, I hope you've received a blessing from this. I really do. And uh, as we close out on this, uh, keep praying. But again, let me know if there's something you want to hear about. Let me know uh, through the, the website or through the podcast uh, or on Facebook. Let me know uh, that you want something, if there's something you want me to study or to look at. I'd be happy to do that. Um, I do have uh, an ability that I think God has given me to, to read and understand the Bible. Um, and I want to continue doing that as long as God uh, continues with me to do that. And as always, be of good cheer. Our Lord and Savior is returning soon. Look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Amen and amen. God bless us all. See you next time. Thanks.